Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Leafs fans, it's Game Over Toronto. Harnish Patel, Armand Pontiki. We're here with you live after another one. Another crap loss against a bad team where, quite honestly, this time, we kind of outplayed them. We kind of... Kind of. Yeah. And uh, there's one name that uh, that just keeps rearing its neck on us. One name that uh, might have to go. He might have played himself out of Toronto today. And that is Ilya Samsonov. The Leafs lose in OT. So we keep that that OT uh, training alive now. I think we have the most OT games in, in, in the league so far. We lose 6-5 to five against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yes, we lose the head-to-head 2-1 to one against the Blue Jackets. Um, in a game where we outshot them 33-20. to 20. And we lost six to five. Yep. Not yeah, not a good game for Samsonov, and he's had a string of bad games. And um, Jones has outplayed him. And here's the thing: like for me, Samsonov, I have faith in Samsonov to get back to at least a backup standard this season. We've seen that, <laughs> not necessarily this season. He's mentally just completely fucked. <laughs> like, he's completely mentally like checked out. Uh, and clearly, he needs to get his confidence back. But and he's also on a one year. Like, what's given us the confidence for him to come out. back? Like, he's, he really, I think he's he out. really should not have taken a one year deal with yeah. his consistency issues. Uh, but who knows what the Leafs were offering him as well? But you know, at the end of the day, he sucked. You know, that's another goals. <laughs> I think he has like an eight seventy one on the season. You know, I think their expected goals were like two point one in total in the game, mm-hmm. and he let in six. With that being said, I don't think all the goals were his fault, but at some point you need to make a save. And, you know, in this game, especially if you took this game in a bubble, you know, the Leafs played well, allowing only 20 shots. Like that's, I think, you know, un, you know, you can't argue that they didn't play well. They outshot, they outchanced pretty much every step of the way. With that being said, if you took this game in a bubble and you watched all of the goals back, most of them are pretty big mistakes from our forwards and defensemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that's not an excuse. It's just something that is true about this game. Like, the, the, the chances, the goals that he allowed were hard to stop. With that being said, you need your goalie to bail you out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going up against, you know, Elvis Merzlikas in the first period, but then Spencer Martin, who's like a career third stringer mm-hmm. and backup, who has like an 892 or something in 11 games this season, not not much better. And he's outplaying you. You know, he had to stop way more high danger chances than Samsonov. So even with this argument that it's like, oh yeah, you know, all of those goals were defensive breakdowns and all of those goals were pretty, you know, tough chances to stop for Samsonov, you need a save. And especially that Fantilli goal. Like that was the worst of the bunch, mm-hmm. that 5-5 goal. Like that's yeah. not a good chance. You know, all of the rest of them, yeah, you could say whatever, like, you know, a guy left alone, a, you know, defensive breakdown, a turnover that shouldn't have happened, whatever. That was an outside shot, and Fantilli is a great player. No, like, no disrespect to him. He's got an amazing shot. But your goalie needs to save that in a 5-4 game in the third period. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. 
We can't get a save. The, the, the team in front of them, him cannot make a mistake because it always ends up in the back of the net. You need your goalie to bail you out sometimes. And Samsonov consistently this season has not been able to do so. And it's it's frustrating. Yeah. Well, I came into the game and I was like, hey, I have no expectations for Sammy. I mean, we all know he's had such a bad, bad season. Uh, and it's not even just a start. At, at this point, we're 30, what, 32 games into the season? This is a consistent a consistent situation where he's not playing day in and day out. He's not playing well day in and day out. Um, so it's not even just a lack of starts. But I came into this game today and I was like, hey, listen, we can't expect anything out of him. Realistically, if Wool was, was healthy, he wouldn't even be in the lineup right now. Right, and I'm honestly getting to the point where Hildeby might need to come in for him. We'll talk about that in just a bit. I was, I was in the camp that hey, our, our forwards, our skaters just cannot give anything. They they can't give yeah. any chances to Columbus because there you have a guy who's clearly de like dejected. He looks his body language is is just all out of whack. Like you see him looking up at the scoreboards, you see him looking down in despair every time something goes in. Like. Yeah mentally yeah. he's checked out he's completely cooked right now yeah um and he and checked needs... out not meaning like doesn't care but just checked out isn't like he's just he needs a reset yeah he, he needs, needs a some reset. time he off. Needs a mentally, like you know, what he yeah. really needs is to pass through waivers and play in the marlies we we can't have him or just just get get him some like some time off where he can practice one-on-one -on -one with the with the goaltending coaches and whatnot and get some confidence under him but right now like nothing is working for him and yeah. for him to be out there it, it's it's just a liability like this this season is not a given like last season where we were kind of locked into a playoff spot we were locked into our seed um halfway through the season right now yeah, we're, we're mean, fighting yeah. for each and every point the east is is a tough tough and the atlantic division especially like exactly it is a tough division right it's now. not it's not easy nothing's going to be given to you and each of these points counts right we're lucky right now that we've had so many ot's where we are getting one point out of the two if we aren't getting those let's say he he lets in another bad goal today or or whatnot we are slowly going to start dropping and we're going to be start we're going to drop pretty fast right um yeah i mean i'm not too worried about like playoff not making the playoffs at least at this stage just because you know they've been managing to get points at least but it is a huge concern for me that um without joseph wool our best goalie right now is martin jones and it's crazy he's playing well He's playing well, like no disrespect to Martin Jones, but he's had like eight years in a row where he's posted pretty, pretty poor results. Yeah, he hasn't like, played well since San Jose, honestly, right? Like yeah, it's been a long time. even in San Jose, time. he wasn't that good. Like it's been a long time since Martin Jones has been a good goalie. Mm -hmm. And I can't bring myself to expect that from Martin Jones over a full season. Yeah. Like, and into the playoffs, God forbid we need to use a backup. Like, it's worrying to me that we have one goalie that we can rely on right now, or I guess two if you count Martin Jones, but one goalie that I expect we can rely on later into the season who can keep it up and be consistent throughout. Mm -hmm. uh, I was really expecting Samsonov to to be a bigger force coming into the season um, than he has been. And yeah, like to me, it's a situation where maybe just send him through waivers bring up Hildeby I don't think he'll hurt you you know I think Hildeby might actually it might do him a service to to get a few NHL games in for his development mm -hmm. and there's no way he's worse than Samsonov and I think Samsonov needs to build his confidence and I think you know you can potentially do that in the AHL although the way he's playing right now I'm worried that he won't be able to stop a beach ball in the <laughs> AHL either but um yeah it, it's 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 a tough situation because I think everyone was going in with Samsonov as the starter going into the season. And to see him fall to essentially third stringer is and below a third stringer now, but like, you know, it's it's rough. Exactly. And and I think the the way he's losing these games, the way he's uh playing against like quite honestly pretty bad teams, uh, is the concerning part, right? Like if you're a goalie that's on a slump, what better i guess like situation what better way to to get your confidence up than playing two games 
against Columbus in a row and then throw yeah. in the Sabres game in between, right? These are teams yeah. that, that yes, Should have be. caused yeah. us trouble in the past for whatever reason, but these are teams that are totally beatable. They're not yeah. good teams. Um, yeah. And and for whatever reason, he's just looked atrocious on there. Like I'm looking back on in his December and my God, other than that 4-0 win against Nashville, um, I'm seeing a 4-3 loss against the Islanders, 6-5 six, uh, OT loss against the, the Blue Jackets, 9-3 yeah. against the Sabres, and then 6-5 today. He's given up so many goddamn goals. He's a .851 uh, in the month of December. I, I don't care. 8-5-1? Jeez. His save percentage Christ. is bad. He is not good. Jeez. He's yeah, averaging he's more in. than more than like he's averaging more than six goals like like let in basically in, in in the month of December. Yeah, I think I saw a stat that he let in over four goals in eight of fifteen games that he's played, which is over half the games where he's allowed four goals or more. Um, yeah, like he hasn't been good, and I think it's it's safe to say that he needs a reset. Um, it's just a matter of how the Leafs go about doing this, like. Are they going to look for another goalie? Like, is that a priority for Tree Living to figure out or the goalie coaches to work with Samsonov to mm-hmm. kind of try and regain his confidence so he can come back in the playoffs? I think they're going to have the, to look for, for another goalie. But in the time being, like... But where? Like, <laughs> who's selling a good goalie? It's going to be tough, price? but you're like, going to have to figure you know it out. I mean? Like, right now, we finally have our, our defensive core pretty much back, right? Um, a lot of the guys that, that were injured are finally coming back, or they're healthy or whatnot, right? They're just getting some games under them, getting the legs under them. And our defense is not the issue for the first time in a long time right now, right? Um, yeah, and I'm not Gio... saying you need to rush and find another goaltender right now. I'm saying yeah. I don't want to see Samsonov in net at all anymore. Um, and, and essentially... Bring in Dennis Hildeby. Like, I understand the guy's 22 years old. I understand he's had, what, like 16 games maybe for the Marlies. He's had 14 games this season. Exactly. He's had a a, a uh, .992 in in, in this 14 games for this season, right? Um, Am I expecting him to come up and be a world beater? No, obviously not. But sometimes you got to have some faith in, in your, your young guys. And, and who knows? Maybe he performs well. Even if he doesn't, maybe he's a below average goaltender. That experience playing in the show is going to do you wonders, right? Yeah, like, and you're like, going to you know, get practicing some experience. In the NHL as well. Exactly. You're going to get some experience. You're going to find out how uh how the rest of the show operates what kind of shots you're you can expect to go against and and you'll have world-class trainers that you're going to be working with right maybe a couple games is going to be good because wall like i don't think he's going to be out for too too much longer what are they saying like january february return time yeah i think the timeline was around six weeks at the time of injury and i think it's been close to that now so yeah so he's not going to need a, a ton of games we're not expecting him to to start like 10 games or something i think maybe like five games or something that's that's good enough just start him because samsonov right now he's played himself out of the spot he's completely dejected like honestly putting him out there is probably worse for him than just benching him yeah and the other thing that i think you know should be noted is i think the only way samsonov really gets out of this slump is by playing games and we Mm -hmm. can't afford to do that in the nhl so Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying like tank the Marlies, but like maybe give him a few games in the Marlies, see how he does. And then if he builds back his confidence, that can do wonders for him. You know, the, like the truth is, it's not in a skill issue for Samsonov. It's not a an issue where he's not flexible enough or he doesn't have, you know, the agility to, to make these saves. It's a problem between the brains, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And between the ears, but uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Samsonov is just he, he's struggling mentally and I think the only way he gets out of it is by starting games and and playing well and building, you know, confidence and it sucks because it's like this happens every goddamn year, man. Yeah. You see it all the time with like Campbell and it's just like we have goalie troubles every year. It's infuriating. Yeah, it's lucky that we uh we got rid of Campbell when we did. Otherwise, uh yeah, we would have two problems up our sleeves right now. Uh, hey guys, there's a ton of people watching right now. There's 216 people <laughs> out here. Uh, make sure you hit that like button. We're gonna be having our uh 
our presser, a live presser towards the end of the show. So drop your questions uh, in the chat. We will be looking at them and we will be answering it. Uh, let's maybe spend a little bit of time. Let's talk a little bit about the game because, uh, yeah, coming into it, Geo is back in the lineup, right? His first game back, he's, he looked yeah. all right. He had a, a decent amount of time uh, time that he played, right? It really didn't look like he was ramping up at all. It looked like they just threw him in the deep end. Um, he and looked Keith, excellent, though. Yeah, he looked he looked fantastic. And then Keith also had his 300th game uh, as a coach for the Maple Leafs. Sucks it's a loss. But <laughs> say la vie, that's how it goes. Uh, the Leafs start off the game. Five minutes in, Marner gets a goal, and um, it was, again, another goal where Marner just uses his smarts, uh, uses some patience, or uh, practices some patience, holds the puck a little bit, drops it back to Riley, and gets himself into position to get a deflection, or to get to get a, a rebound, right? In this case, it gets a deflection off of Niza Skates, and lands right on the blade of Marner's stick, but... Yeah. yeah, what'd you think about about us? I guess like going up and and uh, it was a, I mean, it was a great goal. start. It was a great start. I don't think that was an issue. I think uh, you know we started off pretty hot. I I don't know what the t- the shots were at the time of the goal, but I think Columbus only had one shot on net uh, for like the first ten minutes or something like that. Yeah. So I thought we played really well, uh, and that goal was was really solid. You know, from a defensive uh, to offense transition, we saw Goudreau kind of one v four. And then get stopped at uh, in the off uh, in our defensive zone, mm-hmm. and we kind of translated that to offense with Riley jumping up and and making that play. I thought you know overall everyone played pretty solid, and it was a great start. And that goal was a pretty you know a, a beautiful play f- uh, from Riley and Marner, uh, even though it sort of took a lucky deflection, but still solid play. Like good start. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was the the whole, uh, I guess, recap of that first period. I feel like the first period was uh, a pretty, pretty solid effort, right? Like in between or after that, that first goal, obviously Columbus, they get a goal by, uh, um, by Sillinger and then Matthews scores to put the Leafs back up in the lead, right? Now, uh, let's talk about this. One second. I have, I have a note in yeah. my, in my early game and it says Samsonov not tested so far in the first five minutes. Leafs really helping him out in the start. And that <laughs> aged very poorly. Well, I mean, they... Okay, I mean, other they than did, that Sillinger... Yeah, other than that Sillinger <laughs> goal, which, let's be honest, like, Lily lost an edge, uh, yeah, and that gives Sillinger, like, a bunch of space. Exactly. It was... It was a, He lost a skate. It was an unfortunate play. Yeah, you can't really... You can't really say much about that. It, it was just unfortunate, like you said, right? Um, and then... But other than that, right... Like it was fourteen to four shots on goal in favor of the Leafs, right? Quite frankly, I feel like that was the only chance, uh, the only high scoring chance I saw out of Columbus in that first period, right? Yep. The Leafs did completely lock it down and help out Sammy as much as possible, and especially in that first period, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, something like that goes in, but that's something where uh, the analysts were talking about it uh, in their intermission and whatnot. Like situations like this happen. Right, like, but you would expect a goaltender to make a unexpected save, right? Here and there, you don't expect yeah. it day in day out. You don't expect it to play like Bassey, but you expect at least a stop, right? Um, yeah. and was not the case in this situation. Uh, I don't blame him too much, and I don't blame the yeah. Leafs on this play at least, or at least on this period, because yeah. they really did try everything to help out Sammy, right? And they end off the period getting uh, getting a goal and recovering that lead, right? Um, a beautiful, beautiful shot by by Matthews from a near impossible angle. Just absolutely insane. It actually, it surprises me every single time the way that these guys are able to make goals out of these like narrowest of margins. Yeah, and, yeah uh, absolutely. That was his thirteenth goal, eighteenth uh, yeah. point in nine games. <laughs> nine How games. fucking insane is that? Yeah, he's got twenty nine goals on the season. He's like on a crazy pace. You know, <laughs> it's it's insane. He's he's insane. But you know, like, yeah, the shots were the shots were I think were fifteen to four at the end of the period. And they, uh, they updated they fourteen like, to four. Oh, was it fourteen to four? Yeah, okay, they updated. Yeah. And yeah, like I thought the Leafs played well. The only, really, the only chance we gave up ended up in the back of our net. And mm-hmm. also, you know. At the time, I didn't really blame Samsonov, and I, I, it was the second shot of the game. It was a really tough shot. 
you know, it was prime position. The defensive structure was not set because Lilligren fell down. It was an unexpected turnover. There was traffic in front, and it was great shot placement. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It sucks because it was the second shot of the game, and I don't know if that's what unraveled in Samsonov's head, like in terms of just that quick goal against. And he, but yeah, I can't blame him for that. And like you said, I can't blame the Leafs really either for that. Matthew's shot was amazing. It sort of reminds me of Fantilli's goal as well, outside angle. Uh, and you know, like Fantilli's goal, if you give a good shooter that chance, it's you know, it's it's tough to stop. Mm-hmm. But you know. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's tough to talk about these goals. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, but yeah, but, it's a pain in the ass. But I want to say, though, Marner on that Matthews goal was really, really good. Mm-hmm. He started the play, you know, playing keep away, essentially. He held the puck, puck for like 10 seconds before getting it to Matthews. Uh, and he drew two defenders up high in the zone mm-hmm. uh, to allow Matthews to kind of just get lost, you know pretty much around where the hash marks are on the outside angle where you can get that shot off. So that's off to Marner. I thought every Leafs forward that we pay a lot of money to be good was fantastic in this game. You know, they all scored. Riley had three assists. Not much more you can ask from them. So yeah, yeah Riley has been, excellent. yeah, as of late, honestly, Riley has been playing really, really well, like jumping up on the plays, getting some, uh, some offensive, I guess, um, uh, some offensive help or positioning or, or shots or, or whatever you want to call it. He's been, he's been helping to contribute a lot and uh, it's, yeah. it's looked really good for him so far. Um, how have you thought of, of, or how have you thought of like Riley's play as of late? And uh, do you think that, that uh, there's anything that he's changed up to, to help see the no, difference? I, I, guess? I think he's just carried, you know, forward from the playoffs. He's been excellent since then. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's really slowed down. Well, uh, as of late, he's been on a, like a complete different pace. Like he's, uh, I'll I'll pull up his his game log right now. But he's uh, in the last couple of games, yeah. So three assists tonight. He had an assist on Wednesday. Um, yeah, and like as in the last like what is this six games, seven games? He's had three, four, five, six, seven, eight assists. Right. Yeah. Um, but he's like stepping he's, it up. Yeah, he has twenty seven points in thirty three games in the season. Like he's pretty much close to a point per game play. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. which is super impressive. He's played like a one D he's played easily to his contract. Like, I don't think you can really expect more from him. And I don't think you can expect more from Marner or, or I, Marner a little bit, but Matthews, not Marner in this game, but overall <laughs> in the season, but I don't think you can expect more from Matthews. And I don't think you can expect more from Nylander. They've all like, they've all exceeded expectations for me. You know, even with their contracts considering, like, you know, it sucks because we're talking about a loss here and we're talking about how good our star players were. But yeah, Riley was excellent and he was excellent again today. Three assists and all of the assists were earned. They weren't, Mm -hmm. you know, like bullshit secondary assists. I think he he was really solid. Mm hmm. Well then, then let's try to clump up some of these goals that that Columbus had together because a, a lot of them, like you mentioned early on, um, it was because of crap, I guess, like situations where the Leafs kind of put themselves in a in a bad situation and and really didn't help Samsonov in some of these plays, right? So, for example, I'm looking at the uh, the Columbus goal. This is a three-two uh, goal, Marchenko. No, this is. I think it's. Uh, I I'm gonna mispronounce his name. Uh, Gauss? Gauss? 
<laughs> what? I don't even know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, a, it was a second. It was a second goal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The second goal for for Columbus. Uh, <laughs> the it, it, the Leafs were caught on a sloppy uh, a sloppy line change. Right. That's a situation that that really you could have avoided right the puck just doesn't go deep enough when you're making a line change and because of that columbus recognizes this gets a quick uh quick rush and samsonov unlucky bounce really it uh bounces off the top of the stick lands on his back and goes in the back of the net shitty situation right but that's completely avoidable if they they dump the power they dump the puck further in Right then, or if they just don't fucking change when Columbus has, but like, why the hell did the defenders go for a change when Columbus had (laughs) possession? I was like, what are you doing? You know, the shots are seventeen to six. You're dominating the game. You know, it's three one, and then you go for the dumbest change I've ever seen in my life. Why did the defenders go for the all five Leafs went for a long change? Like it's the second period. You have the long, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) change. The, The bench is on the other side. And we didn't have possession. We didn't even get it deep. Columbus had it on their stick when we went for the... I just... Oh, God. And Samsonov, honestly, he should have had that. And this is... <laughs> what pisses me off more is... Like, that was one he could have bailed us out on. There's a couple that he could have bailed us out on. And it's an unfortunate bounce. I get it. But... Oh, my God. It was so frustrating. Yeah. Just stupid hockey. It's stupid, stupid hockey resulting in the back of your net. It's stupid, but... Like, these are things that, that both, uh, like, you can't just look at Samsonov. Like, but the whole point I'm trying to get at through this is, um, yes, Samsonov looked horrible. Yes, we could have, uh, we would have wanted a couple saves from him. But the Leafs or the, the team in front of him could have helped him out a little bit more in that situation too, right? Uh, the next yeah. school, Cam Johnson. Yeah. yeah, Cam Johnson. Uh, they were fucking Johnson, three on right? one in the back, like, behind Samsonov at the back of the Leafs net. Um and Emil Bemstrom, like, somehow he's able to strip the puck off of Riley three on one. I don't know how he grabs it, throws it in front of, uh, uh, in front of the net, and throws it right on the sticks of Cam Johnson. And obviously, like, he's not gonna miss from Kent there. Johnson, right? huh? Kent. Kent Johnson. Sorry, Kent Johnson. Yeah. Kent. It, huh? Kent. Kent. Sorry, yeah. Kent Johnson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like, obviously, he's not gonna miss from there, right? Like, this is another situation where they could have helped him out. It was a bad play, right? And then we look at the Fantilli goal. That was purely on Samsonov. It's a good <laughs> shot, though. No no disrespect to Fantilli. But yeah, Samsonov needs to have that. Like, there's nothing more the defenseman can do than give him a clean shot outside angle above the hash marks. Like, eh, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree on the, the Kent Johnston goal as well. Like... Yeah, Ken Johnson, he's a good player. He's not gonna he's not gonna miss a chance when he's like that open in front of the net with that much time and Sammy was late to react to to be fair. Mm-hmm. But you know, Domi and Brody, I think, were the two other guys that went below the goal line to help Riley out and left Kent Johnson wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh and yeah, I think that's a mistake and a miscommunication on their part. You know, they see Riley battling, and I know that they want to give him, you know, the open lane to pass to, but yeah. that's a mistake. You don't leave a guy in front. Just, I don't know. That's dumb hockey to me as well. Obviously, another situation where it would be nice to get bailed out. But again, it's another situation where I'm not blaming Samsonov on that specific goal because it's not really his fault. You just want him to make one of these saves. And then we win this game, you know, one of these hard to make saves and, and you win the game. So, you know, like, yeah, it's it's just a tough situation. But again, defensive breakdown, mm-hmm. really something that should have been, uh, now should have never happened. Yep, exactly. And it just sucks because, um, like, it wasn't for a lack of trying for the Leafs, right? Like, yeah, you had these bad plays or you had this bad defensive breakdown or whatnot. But up until that OT goal, the Leafs held or or the Leafs were the only team that had or that were up I guess uh in, in the game right like uh we were either always up by one or two or it was a tied game we never let up the lead to Columbus at all until that final OT goal 
right um so the forwards they did absolutely everything they could today right martyr he gets the goal matthews was able to get one nick robertson we didn't even mention him he uh he uh stops a 14 game skid yeah he gets his first goal in 14 games his fourth of the season um and then nylander gets one Tavares gets one like all of our forwards all of our guys were contributing and they were having some kind of offensive uh uh I guess upside they, they were they were keeping us yeah. in the game like throughout and the entire honestly, thing and like just, our stars showed up but also like from a secondary scoring perspective i know nick roberts is the only secondary scoring we got mm-hmm. uh, this game but bobby mcmahon noah gregor both had fantastic rushes uh that resulted in very high danger chances that got stopped mm-hmm. you know we were getting offensive output or offensive chances from essentially every single one of our lines today mm-hmm. um Domi had a few good shots on net. One drive where he was essentially left alone, and and I, I don't know if it was Martin or Mers Lincolns in the net at that time, but they made a good save. Mm-hmm. We're getting chances from all of our forwards. Yeah, we are limiting shots pretty drastically. Mm-hmm. Now, the shots we let through were very high danger, so that's something that I think could be fixed. Mm-hmm. But in the end of the day, you outshoot your opponent pretty much like what was it overall? It was 33 to, I believe, like 33 20, 21, 21, 22. Yeah. 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 33 to 21. <laughs> and that sucks, but there's nothing you can really do about it. You know, like your goalie needs to make a fucking save. Yeah. And you talk about the high scoring chances. Like, um, I'm looking at Money Puck right now, right? And and yeah, they had a couple, but it wasn't like it was outstanding or it wasn't it wasn't anything insane. It was, they, they had a 2.1 expected goals uh, versus yeah. the Leafs 4.09 right well Uh, there is some there is a bit of like context to put into that like money puck is like any public you know uh expected goals model doesn't really take into account puck or player tracking mm -hmm. um so you know this stuff kind of gets standardized or normalized over a large sample but today there were a lot of plays where people were left alone in front which would not really show up in expected goals so that's sort of why that happened Mm -hmm. but on the whole i agree like we didn't give up that many chances you know Mm -hmm. Like, we gave up probably, I would say, five good chances, and Samsonov stopped one of them, maybe. And a lot of them were in, like, the, se- yeah. the the third period or the OT. Like, the first period was completely shut down. The second period, we still outshot them, what was it, 12 to 7. Um, like, I can count maybe, like, three, two, three pretty high-scoring chances. Uh, but other than that, like, we pretty much locked down the gates for them, right? Uh, yeah. It really just seemed like any time uh, uh, we had a bad misplay where we didn't absolutely hand Samsonov a save on on a platter, um, it doesn't it it doesn't it get saved. Up in the back of yeah, it ends up in the back of the net, which it sucks. Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you do you can do. Like every single game, a team will make multiple mistakes. Mm-hmm. That is just the nature of hockey. Mm-hmm. You cannot play a perfect game exactly your goalie needs to bail you out sometimes mm-hmm. and we made i would say five major mistakes in this game and uh-huh. our goalie bailed us out once he made like one really good save and that is it you know mm-hmm. that is not a good save percentage on high danger shots against that's a horrible save percentage on high danger shots against and you can say you can blame the leafs defensive you know structure for breaking down on those plays and that would be true that is something that they would need to fix that they would need to look at in video, but you need to expect to save in at least one of these other, you know, goals that went in. You need to expect to save. And that's that's the win right there. You know, even if he only allows in like four goals, mm-hmm. that's a win. Mm-hmm. Everyone else did everything right. This is a stupid ass loss. It's a stupid, dumb loss that I hate to see you know, for a struggling goaltender. Cause it, it's just like, he's in the deaths right now, man. Yeah. And, and this wasn't even like his, his first, like pretty bad, like OT loss or whatnot. This is his, let me count the OT loss that he's had in particular. There's one tonight, uh, against the, the blue jackets again, which we lost, uh, five, uh, six, five. Six, five. Yeah. And then against the Islanders, again, uh, a four, three OT loss, Chicago, a four, three OT loss, Boston a three uh, three two shootout loss and Nashville 
back in uh in November, a three two OT loss. That's six <clears throat> OT losses where if he makes one more save, if he pulls out one rabbit out of the hat, we get those extra points, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see uh did you hear on the broadcast they they said something interesting where it was like in the third period he has a save percentage of like nine forty six. Oh yeah. Compared wow. to his other two periods, which I thought was like wild. And he he let in one goal in the third period. But uh and to be fair, to put into context, he's been pulled multiple times, which obviously <laughs> plays a factor into his third period save percentage, um, compared to his rest. But yeah, like I, I thought that was a wild stat. But yeah, like mm-hmm. honestly, at the end of the second period, I think the shots were twenty six to eleven, and I'm pretty sure we were what, tied? Yeah. Or were we were up one? I don't remember, but still. Yeah, go, uh, going into going into that that second period, we were, it, yeah, was, it was it was two one. He let in four goals on eleven shots. Yeah, we were five. That's unacceptable. No matter what second. the goals are, that is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, that is something where I would expect if you put David Ayers in net. You know, <laughs> like. So then, do you want to see Hildeby? What What do you want to see see yeah, changed? Put him down for a conditioning stint. Put, yeah. put him in the AHL. Get his confidence up. Uh-huh. bring up hill to be give him a couple games you know i don't think they should do it if it's like a long-term thing yeah but you know do it for a few games he he's not gonna get fucking claimed on waivers like <laughs> yeah that's, that's I mean? for like, sure because i'm looking through our schedule right now and we have a lot of we have a decent amount of back-to-backs like um january 2nd and 3rd those are two back-to-backs against uh yep. the kings and then anaheim um and then we have another back-to-back on the 13th and 14th colorado and detroit um, so we have a decent number of opportunities. Uh, I'm counting three uh, back-to-backs in January uh, yep. where Hildeby could come in, right? And, and that's honestly, that's three games is not a big deal. Like, it's yeah. not going to be something that's that's insane. Three games, you're, that's going to take you to the end of end of January. Um, and then we'll reevaluate, see how Hildeby's doing, see where Wall is, and uh, see where Samsonov is with, with, his, with his stint with the, with the Marlies, right? Yeah, and and that's another thing is like in a back to back situation, you're much less incentivized to pull a goalie to put in, you know, if he's having a bad game because mm-hmm. you need the rest for Martin Jones to play tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. like I see a lot of people saying like Keith should have pulled him, and while I do agree to a certain extent, there is that incentive to make sure that your guy is rested to come in tomorrow and have Samsonov just battle it out, and that's probably not great for Samsonov. You know. Mm-hmm. To be Especially, in a situation where he's really in his own head. Yeah. And then you end up losing that game pretty much because of him. Mm-hmm. It can't be good for his confidence, you know? Yeah. Like you're, you're put in, uh, you're put in tomorrow or the back to backs game in jeopardy as well. Right. Cause for yeah. example, let's say, he, uh, Martin Jones comes in and he's cold and God forbid something happens. That's you're losing today's points and you're losing the points for tomorrow uh, against Carolina and going forward. Right. Uh, So today, like I, I saw a lot of conversation about pulling him. I really didn't want to see it. I, I, I think just let him battle through it. Let him see if he can, if he can pull himself out of the slump, let it uh, see if he can play a little bit better uh because we really don't have the luxury at this point we we only have two goaltenders and then he'll to be if you want to uh, if you want to bring him up right we don't have the luxury of being able to pull a guy and then if someone gets injured or someone um lose their confidence or stops playing well like we'd be completely screwed right yeah it, so, it, i don't know it, it's, it's, a, a, tough it's a tough situation yeah to be in for for a coach in that in that scenario i do think like you know with hindsight of course it probably would have been a good idea to pull him I still Not don't think so. Like it's, it, I still don't. I don't think know. So. Like I, I wasn't. He let in one goal in that third period. Uh, but OT, every shot against, I was tense. Yeah, I exactly. You were, but but the the one goal that he he or I guess he two goals because he let in a goal in in uh in the third and then one in OT. Um, yeah, but the OT goal also like, well, what chance did he have? To be fair to him as well, like yeah, exactly. Throw, but that like, that's what I mean. Like why why in hindsight, why do you see that? that Martin Jones would have been the better situation or the better option. I don't know. Cause like a little more confidence, maybe for the team in front of him too. Oh, okay. You think it's like a more you know, mental like, I thing. Think of... it, I think it was, okay. yeah, just like, a, I don't know. Cause like, I, honestly, you just, you just, if we had a different goalie tonight, we would have won. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like that uh-huh. type of thing, but it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I do think he had a, a tough game, but I do think that we gave up a decent amount in terms of the chances. You just want, you want your goalie to make a save when 
you don't expect expect him to mm -hmm. exactly all right guys we're gonna be uh going into the live presser so if you guys have any questions make sure you drop it down below into the chat uh there's still a ton of you guys watching so make sure you hit that like button and hit subscribe we're almost at uh um a hundred thousand subscribers yeah. yeah so we're pretty close there help us out uh and yeah throw your questions down there uh armand other than that, other other than the uh, the Samsonov shit show, uh, did you have any other thoughts on the game? I know we had some good good things going I thought with Gio the forwards, looked, but looked yeah. good in his first game back. I think it's really good to have him back. I think uh -huh. he especially helps out our PK. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought he he looked excellent. Like honestly, what do you think of uh, of Benoit and uh, and Lagazin? Because it really seems like those two are kind of fighting for for one spot now in the lineup. Uh, I was surprised that Timmins is getting pushed out. So, he, well, not really surprised. I think he has been outplayed. Yeah. But, you know, him being a right shot, I thought would have changed things and maybe elevated. But he is a completely different skill set, to be fair, as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Benoit and Legacin, I think, uh, are pretty steady defensemen. And it's great to see because, um, you know, I, was, I wasn't exactly worried about defensive depth going into the season because I know Benoit and Legacin both had uh nhl experience mm -hmm. but at least you know in the preseason they showed some you know warts uh, in their play and uh benoit especially didn't look all that good in the preseason and he has been a very pleasant surprise for me i thought he had a lot of chemistry tonight with mccabe uh positionally i think they knew where each other were pretty much all the time they were connecting on passes and uh yeah i think benoit also brings something physically to the team that lacks you know we saw him throw a big hit we saw him fight good branson go after fantilly like you know he was getting into it and legison as well you know last game uh he got into it i forgot with who but when uh they took an extra whack yeah uh, and he's always Jones. looks like he's throwing some big hits every now yeah, and then like too, and, and so. honestly that's something that i love to see like you know regardless of whether or not it's warranted like when legison went after uh the Sens player uh when he took an extra whack it's like yeah you know the whistle hadn't gone yet it makes sense for the sense player to keep going for it but it also makes sense for your team to stick up for your goalie and mm -hmm. you know get into a tussle when when they take an extra whack when it's covered i love that i absolutely love that so i'm very glad to see that we have two guys that seem to be pretty steady and are also willing to get their you know uh get in people's faces and, and play a pretty physical game mm -hmm. and uh honestly right now with brody matched up with riley and uh, Geo matched Geo up with Liljegren. Yeah, like those are pairings that we know work. Mm -hmm. It's now a matter of finding McCabe uh, a D partner. And Benoit, I thought looked really, really solid with him. So that's good to see. I'm excited to see if they continue with that or if they put Legacy in for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. For sure, we'll see. We'll see how that goes because it looks like they're they're kind of just playing around and trying to figure out who. Yeah, like the like you said, is going to be uh, his partner to the dance, McKeep's partner to the dance. Uh, so we have some questions coming in. Uh, Diem says, uh, "Do you think it's too risky to put Samstov on waivers?" No, he is not going to get claimed. He's let's be honest. Claimed. Yeah, there is no hesitation. He is not going to get claimed. Uh, Matthew, he's saying, uh, "As much as I hate the Bruins, I stand by the Boston cream donut." Why did he tell you in that? Oh, it's because I said honey cruller is the best donut. And it oh, okay, is. yeah, you're wrong. Boston Don't cream is the best. No, honey It's not even close. <laughs> honey cruller is the best. I always get it. It's nice and light compared to other donuts. Which, yeah, uh, no, I, I want... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that. The one thing I want to say... cream's like, great. Oh, I also love... Asanov isn't even a, an RFA anymore. He's a UFA. Okay, yeah, he's not getting claimed. Yeah, he's I was going to say, if he was an RFA, maybe... No, no, he's not getting claimed. Yeah. Um, uh, there's another question down here. Um, okay. Yeah. So Travis, uh, I'm not even going to pronounce his last name, uh, says not worried about the Leafs bottom, uh, the defensive depth. They have no top end, bottom end doesn't matter. Um, listen, right now, the problem is not our defense. I understand like, yeah, there are some holes. Obviously, you'd want to share some stuff up. That's something that we've been talking about since the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. But right now, the urgent issue is our goaltending, right? We came to the season thinking that, that we wouldn't have an issue with our goaltenders. Our tandem should look okay. But right now, it's not working. And for Wall, um, 
I mentioned this when he got injured as well. This is a this is the second time uh he's had that same ankle sprain or whatever injury uh in two seasons. He had that uh last season at the beginning of uh of training camp, and that's why he missed training camp, right? Uh he was coming back from an injury and then he injures his ankle and he's out for, for some time. And this time again, it's an ankle injury. So I, I don't know if it's a re- reoccurring thing, but I do know when you mess with tendons and uh, when those start getting damaged, they get weaker. They don't get stronger yeah. over time. So you need to have another guy in there just as a backup, just to give him some options because you can't rely on one guy to take you all the way. It's just not feasible. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I do see your comments at least have one top 4D Riley and the rest are 5, 6, 7 level. Uh, I do I, tend to disagree with that i don't think you know five of our defensemen are bottom pairing um but we do i think we don't have a top 2d you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like brody is a great player i love him he's not exactly like a uh you know someone who has some lapses gifted yeah he also has some lapses of judgment where you're like oh like you know there are some plays where (laughs) yeah he doesn't look all that great but yeah so i do think we lack someone who's you know the second best defenseman on the team, that type of thing, mm-hmm. uh, someone of that caliber. But I do think we also have like four guys who I think I would be fine putting in a pinch in the top four. You know what I mean? Like I'm okay with Liljegren being there for a bit. You know, I don't think mm-hmm. he's a top four D man, but I think he's right on that edge. I yeah. think I think the same for Geo. Like you know, he can take so many minutes, and at his age, obviously you don't want him to, but he can. Like he has the ability to do that in a pinch, and I don't think defense is the biggest issue for this team at this stage exactly. with everyone coming back, especially with Benoit and Legacy kind of coming out and, and being good for their depth. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think it would be good to add a defenseman? Absolutely. Especially if you can push those guys down, if you can get like a, a number two guy, that would be great, mm-hmm. but they're hard to come by. And I think we have a bigger priority right now in that. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah, and that, that kind of on. leads to David uh, W's question. How soon do you believe GM Tree Living will waive uh, Samsonov? Should a trade that involves that goalie... Um, uh, should a trade that involves that goalie is an, uh, uh, immediate? Yeah, like, I think... I think True Livin is looking for another option as we speak. Uh, now the problem is who is that option, right? That's going to be the tough situation, but like you'd be a fool to think that he's not currently looking for it, and if there is someone that is available he will drop sammy that same instant the moment we sign someone that can be a replacement he is getting waived that instant i honestly think if uh once wall gets back like he's gonna get waived anyways i think he's gonna get dropped down onto the down to the hl it's a miracle that uh jones didn't get claimed off of waivers at the start of the season when we put him on waivers like yeah if I think a lot happens, of teams are kicking their kicking themselves over that too. Like, think about it. There's a lot he, of teams that would want to have oh, Martin yeah. Jones the way he's playing right now. But I don't think a lot of people really uh, no thought that, that really. yeah, that he was going to play. And like also, that. there was some cap shenanigans with his uh, cap in terms. Of, I don't know what the the scenario was, but there was like a hundred thousand um, dollar payment that had to be made like the day after he got put off of waivers or something like that. So mm-hmm. that added incentive not to pick him up. <laughs> but you know, that's just yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. But cap wizardry right there but yeah honestly like if we didn't have him right now i don't know what our record would be in these last like 15 games <laughs> like with samsonov and and i guess petrozelli or hill to be up yeah um yeah it would have been bad so i'm very glad that jones didn't get uh claimed off of waivers we'll see what happens though but yeah i, I expect him to to kind of go down for a conditioning stint soon enough mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep uh now there any other questions that that you're looking at? Uh, do you, has anything uh, popped out? At you? I did see a comment yeah, saying that uh, Samsonov has like the worst save percentage since like the 80s or like 89, 90 uh, for the Leafs. Oh um, god! Which uh, beats Vesetoskala at the yeah. worst, which is <laughs> saying something considering Vesetoskala is uh, is Vesetoskala. So <laughs> I'm honestly you know. not surprised. Like, think about how many goddamn goals or he's let in, like just in the last month. 
right? Yeah, I, I hope he figures it out. And like, especially when you have, hope he figures it out. Yeah, I know. But like, think about it: like six six goals and twenty one shots. Yeah, that's that's not a recipe for success, right? Yeah, it's by Warrior Womp. He said Ilya Samsonov's eight sixty two save percentage is the lowest by a Leafs goaltender through the first fifteen starts of a season since Alan Bester in eighty nine ninety. It's the lowest by any NHL goalie through 15 starts since Dan Cloutier in 2006. Oh, my God. Oh, you know, that's great. Insane stats, by the way. (laughs) Shout out Warrior Womp for for pulling that out. Yeah. I see a lot of, like, fire Keith things, which I don't understand. You're going to fire the guy on his 300th game? 300th game. 300th game of the season? Yeah, Uh, I bet you did. 300 games. Uh-huh. He sits at the highest point percentage of any coach in NHL history at the 300-game mark. Uh-huh. Which obviously he when you have a great team inherited <laughs> yeah. on a phenomenal team, <laughs> unlike any other coach probably in history, because generally when you get fired, you're not getting a great team. But um Do you have his stats? Can I or if you don't have it, don't uh, pull he, it up. Don't pull it up if you have it. Like how many know, games he's won and all that. I have his point percentage up, but yeah. Uh yeah. How many games think, do you think he's won? Ignore it. Okay, well you can just do simple of, math, I guess. Three hundred? No, I yeah, out of three hundred percentage. I don't know, like 100. I'll give you an over under. I'll give you 85. Oh my god. There's no way you didn't look that up. Was that dead on? Not not dead on, but you're three oh, off. Okay. It was 183. Holy yeah. shit. Pretty what good. a legend. <laughs> yeah, 183 wins, 80 losses, 36 overtime losses. Well, actually 37 now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also against the uh, bottom 7 teams this season, I also wanted to touch on this. We are 3-5 and 3. Yeah, don't what remind the me. Fuck. Don't remind me. Against bottom seven teams, we are three, five, and three. If we took OT away and just considered them losses, that's three and eight. Yeah, yeah, don't remind me. That's uh, disgusting. The Chicago losses where like half of their goddamn lineup was out and we got shelled. Oh my god. Yeah, no fun. That's no boy. Alright, well, if that's all the questions, then uh I think we'll call it here. Uh, I saw someone in the chat talking about how I don't have bed sheets on my bed. It's because <laughs> Those are bed my sheets, aren't they? No, that's not a bed sheet. No. That's just well, that's a bed sheet. It's not. It's not a blanket. I think he was, he was yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the reason why I'm not. I don't have my blanket on is because <laughs> I don't know if I should say. Is it, it. the is it the Daisy Lion? No, blanket? no, no. Aww. I got rid of the Lion one, but I think Ooh. this is arguably worse. Should I pull it up? Yeah, pull it. It's up. It's so bad. Especially like now that the juniors is going on, I feel like this is oh, sacrilegious. Yeah. Is it an American one? Yeah, <laughs> like, disgusting. Put that away. I'm not joking, bro. It's I think Rudish is using, or my grandparents are using the uh, the tiger one. So I have to use this. And oh my god, why do you even have that? Who? Ask my parents. I don't know. I've I've never lived in America. I'm not an American. I'm a Canadian. I love <laughs> Canada, by the way, but. <laughs> there's Bro. a reason i don't have this on my bed right now okay <laughs> that's a good choice <laughs> all right well that's gonna do it here from us thank you guys for for watching this has been a long one uh we appreciate each and every one of you that stuck around there's still like 200 of you here make sure you hit that like button make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already like we said we're so, so close. Just 1.5K off of the 100,000. So help us hit that hit that milestone. And uh, ignoring my blankets, <laughs> the, uh, the SCPN is doing a bunch of good content around the, the juniors. Uh, so make sure you tune in. Uh, after each of the Canadian games, uh, we'll have a host uh, along with an elite prospect um, uh, analyst to take a look at the games uh those have been really really fun today listed one over the uh the sweden loss uh which kind of sucked yeah (laughs) it sucked for canada but we've got some more games so make sure you stay tuned in for that that's a lot of fun um and as always we have so much other uh uh other game overs going on with the other canadian markets and a lot of other content uh here on the sdpn channel so hit like hit subscribe Tune in tomorrow where the Leafs face off against, who is it, the Carolina Hurricane? Yes, the Carolina Hurricane. And I think it's you and Lauren on for that, right, Armand? Yes, it is. All right. So you'll see Armand's lovely face there. Uh, Armand, give us your shout outs. Tell the people where they can find you. On Twitter, you can find me at Armand Pantheke. Follow me on there. 
And you can find me at Harnish underscore Patel. I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Good night.